Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Hey, Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today we get to speak with Barry Lynch. He is the millionaire life coaching creator. He's an ordinary man with a rare and proven ability to help people achieve extraordinary results. He is the been there, done that guy working with people to overcome what he has overcome himself. He truly believes that it is paramount for him to personally experience adversity and surmount it before he can show others how to be really happy and successful. Welcome to the show, Barry. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell us a little bit about what you do day to day. What? How would you describe what you do for a living? Um, so primarily, I would have been for the last 31 years, I've been in business day to day. I suppose it's out um, meeting, greeting, networking um, clients and uh, helping people develop the skills necessary to, I suppose, develop into entrepreneurship or expand or scale their business. So I love that it's called millionaire life coaching. Do you take people who are not millionaires and get them to become millionaires? Or do you offer your coaching services mostly to people who are already millionaires who are looking to do maybe something different or expand themselves in some way? It's probably a bit of both. I'm certainly, when I look at my handful of clients that I have at the moment, I suppose I can see that there's a, I suppose, a broad scale of, of difference because there are some people that, that want it and desire it and have the passion uh, to grow, but don't know how. And then there are the people that already know the how, but can't get or don't know how to go to the next stage. So it's always very much a case of uh, identifying uh, which it is what they want and not what they need, and then helping them grow to, to get there. And so when you ask little ones, like I, let's take an eight-year-old and you say, what do you want to be when you grow up? They'll throw out all kinds of professions. Usually it's something they've had exposure to. So they may say, I want to be a teacher because they just love their teacher. Maybe they recently saw a fire truck drive by. They're like, oh, I definitely want to be a firefighter. But you know, you rarely hear a little one say, I would love to be a life coach, right? Because maybe it's not in their sphere of career possibilities. And I think there's also a lot of people kind of stuck in the corporate grind who may not realize that life coaching might be their dream career, their dream direction and calling. And they maybe just don't know that it's a career option. How did you end up where you are today being a life coach? And how did, how did that journey progress? And um, so when I was probably around 17 or 18, I remember I got involved with a business where I took over the business from the owner at that particular time. I used to drive around in my van and it was a carpet cleaning. In fact, it was an American carpet cleaning franchise called Chemdry. And I used to drive around the van at that time listening to Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And as a result of listening to that over and over again, day in and day out, it almost adapted me to become creative in many different ways. And then I started to listen to Bob Proctor, um, and then I went on to Brian Tracy, um, Tony Robbins, uh, you name it. I, I, I listened to them all in many different ways. And I remember back then saying to myself, 
my God, I, 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 I've listened to this much stuff. I, I could probably teach it myself. But I taught nothing of it. And it was only some 20 odd years later that I realized when I had gotten caught up with the, the grindstone of habitual behaviors of running my business, doing the same thing day in and day out and realized that I got to a, a stage where I didn't like what I was doing anymore. And I thought life was 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 of no value anymore. And I started to go back to personal development. And it was only then I'd realized that, uh, you know, how much I had a passion and a love for it. And then it also dawned on me that this was now starting to change my life in a, in a very positive way. And that I too wanted to teach people or help people how they could also do the same. Well, I think that's just fantastic. I, I love sort of the way that your journey unfolded and you've read a lot of the greats, right? Some of those are, are just phenomenal. Do you do a lot of writing yourself? Um, I've always not really, well, actually I do because I write my goals out every day, but, and I also write out my, I suppose my morning formulas. I write out my goals, my morning formulas every single day, but I read a lot. I learn a lot. I'm constantly learning and listening to various different elements of something that can help me to help others. And as a result of that, it has allowed me to do so. Um, and I suppose that's from I, when I, I left school quite young. So I always felt I was a little bit dyslexic, in fact. But I have written two books in the last two years because I'd realized that, in fact, I wasn't as dyslexic as I thought I was because that's what I was telling myself for so many years. And it's only now I've realized that you can do anything you want. And I decided, well, why not write a book? <laughs> Well, I love that. And tell us a little bit more about your daily writing. You you write your goals, but then separately from your goals, one other exercise. What is that about? And is that something that you teach people to do in your coaching? Um, and what does it do for you? I suppose the, the first element would be the morning formula um, that I've adopted. And funny enough, about, about two months ago, I was um, listening to a, a very wealthy Irish businessman talking about it. And I couldn't believe um, the amount of information that that he spoke about, and this was something I had adapted. So I, I would have my principles, and I would have my um, goals, and I would write out, you know, my vision for the day, what it is that I want my day to look like, and of course, what I want, you know, six months or a year or two years or five years to look like. So it's almost like I I write out a picture of manifesting what I want to happen in the future but act and think like it's already after happening in the day. And, and that allows me to stay very focused and it allows me to become very positive um, because I find that I don't get distracted by the outside world dictating my inner world. And what's one of your personal goals that you're okay sharing You know, here publicly? We all have lots of goals. Many are private. Many are not something we talk about. But do you have any big goals for yourself um, that you'd love an opportunity to, to chat about? That's just one more way to manifest them, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. I have always said that I want to buy a mansion. When I say a mansion, I mean uh, a holiday home as a mansion. And recently, maybe about six months ago, Whilst I was uh, journaling and writing out my goals, I stumbled across a castle. I start writing about a castle and I start writing about the trimmings of a castle. So I started to look into castles more and I, I realized that I would love to buy a castle. I would love to buy a castle and have it filled with beautiful furniture and, and, and all sorts of expensive items. But I would also like to share that with other people so people I know could stay there. 
uh, people I work with, uh, I could share with employees. So almost like it was, uh, it felt like it was something that I would do for myself as a goal, but also I have the ability to share with others. And that's something I'm working towards. That sounds like so much fun. So tell us a little bit for you on what what you're going to do in your business that would be a business goal. Do you think that you're going to keep your business the way it is now because you found that perfect sort of balance and you've hit that spot of growth where you want to sort of stay and maintain? Or is your business shifting in the next few years in any particular direction? Yeah, certainly um, my goal is to shift it. I've always had the passion and desire to be in business I've been in business now 31 years. I, I've been involved in a security business, um, which is a seven-figure business, and that has continued to grow. But now I've decided to direct my energy to the coaching. And certainly over the next uh, couple of years, I plan to to bring it and scale it. And of course, as as I do so, I share this information with my clients. And what are some of your favorite case studies Anything that you're able to share, obviously, you know, some success stories or yeah. something just really fun or interesting that it stands out as kind of a, a fun client case study to talk about. Well, I have, I've had a client and coincidentally, it was about two, maybe no, about three and a half years ago. And it was a gentleman whom, whom I knew. And I work a lot with my intuition. So if I, if I think of something and I connect with it, I'll work on it. So in this particular case, I had thought about this individual. He had worked with me many years earlier. And uh, for some reason, he came into my head. I made contact with him. I'd asked him how his business was. And he, he had mentioned that things weren't going too well. And he was he was almost uh, struggling to some degree. So I said, look, you know, come in and see me. I mean, long story short, we decided to work together. And we had established that it was almost like me looking back at myself. And, um, you know, he was going around just doing his normal day and uh, finding that he wasn't being able to pay his bills and and lots of different things going wrong, so we decided to 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 help him out effectively and we help him grow. In a very short period of time, he was able to change his thought process so much so that it allowed him to start uh, generating clients, generating income, and as a result of that, he managed to fix his relationships with not only his partner but with his children. And for the first time in like five or six years, he managed to book a holiday and then he managed to buy himself a new vehicle and then he managed to uh, invest in a home. And it was just, it was just so, I suppose, uh, comforting and satisfying to be able to see someone transform their life by simply just changing the way they think. Amazing. So here on the podcast, we focus a lot on not just work-life balance, but also staying sane in an, in a world where it's all about the hustle. And um, you know, for some of us, we really want to step away from the hustle and live more and enjoy more and sort of take the time to to smell the roses, as they say. For mm-hmm. you, what are some of your favorite tips or hacks or just pieces of advice for anybody that is overworked right now and needs to have a little bit more sanity in their life? Well, I love that one. And I can tell you something that's that I went through, which is very effective. I've managed to share it with lots of people in the last number of years. So in my, my work environment or my work ethic was very much 16, 18 hours a day is every day. And I seem to end up where it could have ended up in burnout and, and all sorts of other issues. But what I had found was I started to use a technique and it was something really, really simple. So many years ago, we all know ABBA, you know, and the song Money, Money, Money. So 
I remember the song came on once and my wife said, oh, you love that song, don't you? And I said, yes, I do. And I thought no more of it. But a couple of years later, as I said, when I realized that I have, I suppose, like an addiction to work um, and working long hours, I decided to that I needed to change it. So what I done was I put an alarm on my phone and I put a smiley face on my phone and I put the text message, money, money, money. And I used to set the alarm clock for 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. And what that done was allowed me to get out of my habitual state of mind during a normal working day. So I would find that in the grindstone, you'd get stuck into something and you'd find that you'd get carried away and then time would pass by. Whereas what I had done was I had broken that time element by simply setting the alarm. But when I looked at the alarm, when it went off and I turned it off, it said money, money, money. And I put a smile on my face. And that changed my vibration because I went from being concentrating and in my habitual behavior to now smiling and thinking about something funny, as in my wife saying to me, money, 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 you love that song. So it allowed me to change that habitual state of mind. And I still practice this sometimes because, and I share it with lots of people because it allows them to start thinking about what they want as opposed to what they need in a normal day. That's a great, I, I love that hack. I think that's phenomenal. And uh, for anyone that's like, oh, I don't even know how to make that happen. I mean, I, I can tell you if you have an iPhone, for example, you can just ask Siri to set a daily alarm that says whatever you want your reminder to be. And you don't even have to open you know, your alarm settings. It'll just do it for you. So there's a way to do it pretty easily. I know I, I've set daily alarms um, for certain things. I feel terrible saying this, but I have a daily alarm that says daughter needs to be picked up from school just to make sure that I know whether I'm picking her up, that I'm headed over there or that I check in with a spouse or her grandma or you know whoever else might be in charge that day because I want to make sure she never gets overlooked and she's never that kid left over at the end of the school day with no one picking her up. So um, you know, alarms are great and useful for so many practical things, but I yeah. love that you've repurposed the alarm into more of a, almost like a, an inner work moment, right? A personal development moment where it's technology triggering you, but then you're going internal with it. I love it. Yeah, no, it's really a good one. I found it very, very effective in many ways, because as I said, we find that our habitual behaviors, you know, we get up at the same time, we go to bed at the same time. We probably eat at the same place at our kitchen table all the time. We probably sit in the same chair when we're watching TV and somebody sitting in that chair we're uncomfortable and we ask them to move. Why? Because that's our chair. When you learn how to become comfortable being uncomfortable, well, then you change your state. And now you can lift your vibration to allow you to think about what it is you want and not what you need. So when you're going after a goal, you're now concentrating on your goals as opposed to what you have to do to get to your goal. Excellent advice. Now for you, you have two businesses. You said you have a security business and then mm -hmm. now you're working in the life coaching field. When you say yeah. security business, tell us more about that because listeners of this show, there's a wide variety of people, but a lot of us have the same shared passion, which is looking out there for new ways to earn a living, new jobs, new career paths, new businesses to start. There are a lot of entrepreneurs and solopreneurs 
who listen to this show for those kinds of ideas, you know, as well as just inspiration from people that have found work-life balance or have managed to be very successful without selling their soul, so to speak. So tell us a little bit about the security business that piqued my interest. And already my, my head ran through different scenarios of what that could mean, what kind of a business that could refer to. Yeah. So with the security business, it's mainly service orientated. So where we would call to homes and businesses, we would fit a security system for them. We would change their security system. So albeit their keys, their locks, their car keys. If they had, a, I suppose, a, an issue in a commercial premises with staffing or keys gone missing or a safe not opening, that's all the element of it. But I suppose what I'd like also to share about that is that business has been really good to me for, for many years. And that's why I, I've tended to hold on to it. But what I would say is that I used to set up lots of other businesses and they used to fail, but I never knew why. And it's only about four, maybe three and a half, four years ago, I'd realized what had happened or what was going on. And I used to blame everything else. But in fact, it was me that was the problem. It was the way I used to think because uh, my habitual state of behavior and beliefs got in the way. But when I changed my thought process, it allowed me to expand in many different ways. And I've also set up a beauty business and I've also set up a whiskey business. Would I have been able to do that four or five years ago? No, because I, I, it would have failed. But now there's so much opportunity for people, albeit whether they're at home, uh, you know, in a, in a daytime job. It's far easier to set up a business and get involved with a business than it's ever been. But also with the right guidance, you can have it where you can have success in both areas of your life, both on a daily job as well as uh, running a, a part time or a full time business. And what do you think are some of the name one of the most common ways that people get in their own way? So the biggest problem is it's a bit like when somebody talks about, let's say they need to earn extra income. So the first thing they focus on is the need. And because when people focus on what they think they need, it then becomes a problem. But when you look at the way the mind works, it's almost like 95% mindset and 5% strategy. But what happens with most people is they do it the opposite way around. They have 95% strategy and 5% mindset. So they're focusing on the need as opposed to focusing on the solution. So it's a bit like if I wanted to earn 100,000 in a year, well, what do I need to do to earn that 100,000? What do I need to do weekly, monthly, daily to earn that 100,000? Whereas when somebody is focusing on the, the need, they're trying to think of where am I going to get this money? So they're not focusing on the mindset of it and they're focusing on the strategy opposed to the mindset. That's fantastic advice. And that really is, I would agree with that. I think the main way that people get in their own way or set up almost their own challenges is all in the mind. And it really is how we approach life in general. I recently had an experience where someone felt very trapped in their job to the point where they were so miserable that I was sort of afraid for their own safety, that they would do something rash or um, to try to sort of escape that situation. But then when, when people like myself who are outside of the life, right, we look at that situation, mm -hmm. we're seeking solutions because it's easier to seek solutions when you're not the one being faced with these challenges and feeling trapped. And um, so, I mean, talking it out with some, I can see why having a life coach a mentor, you know, someone to look at your life and possibly help you realize there are solutions you're not even thinking of. You're not, you know, you may be creating some of your own traps. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's what happens with most people. And again, you got to remember when, when you're born, some of your beliefs are inherited from your ancestors. And then as we grow up, 
we we inherit them you know we look like we talk like you know we even move like we probably even sit in the same chair like we do our parents but also we find that as a result of that we have a, a selective way of thinking but when you start to think outside the box and start to think differently um, it's a bit like when if I were to ask somebody, you know, what color is their, their refrigerator? Uh, they automatically create a picture and tell me. And then that picture or image creates a feeling. The feeling creates an emotion that creates an action and gives you results. So if you want to change the results in your life, well, then you've just got to change the way you think to change the emotions and feelings that are within your paradigms are in your subconscious. And when you do that over a period of time, well, then you can change your life. It's like a, a whole chain of, of dominoes, right? One thing yes. leads to another, to another, to another. So how do people connect with you to follow what you're doing as far as um, being out there? I don't know if you're on social media, you know, your website people can go to. What is the best way to connect with you, Barry? Yeah. So barrylynch.com, the website, connect with me there, or I'll turn to be true Facebook, Barry Lynch's is the connect at, at any time or send me a message. We need too glad to to talk. I, I definitely encourage people to reach out. You're a great resource and very inspiring. And thank you so much for sharing your time and your expertise with us today. I've learned a lot. I know listeners have too. And we hope to see you on the podcast again sometime soon. Thank you very much. Very appreciate it. Guess what, lifestyle solopreneurs? If you don't yet have an online business earning you enough passive income to live the life of your dreams, I'd like to suggest you consider trying out Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one solution where you can create and teach online courses, publish a paid newsletter, launch a free or paid podcast, process payments, build one-on-one -on -one coaching portals for your clients, and much, much more. I personally use Kajabi to power numerous successful and profitable online businesses. Lifestyle solopreneurs, there's a free trial of Kajabi waiting for you at this link, www.kfreetrial.com. You can try Kajabi for free, no obligation, by going to www.kfreetrial.com. Again, kfreetrial.com, and that K stands for Kajabi. Starting an online business helped me break free from that corporate grind, and I hope it does the same for you. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and see you next time.